Life and Beth on Hulu, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer did a lot on this one. She oh, created it, wrote it, directed four episodes of The Ten. Mm-hmm. She's all Exec- over this. Executive yeah. produced and stars. That is, this is, this is her baby. Yeah, so what'd you think? I liked it. <laughs> I really, really liked it. And I know you're like, hmm, okay. Um, I, I, we only watched two episodes, so let's just right. make that clear. And, you know, and I'm glad we did two, because sometimes we only do one, and you no, noted it was only... Hour, it yeah, works. I was going to say, you noted it was 30 minutes, and we were like, no, it has to be two. And thank God, because even even when it's an hour, sometimes there's a lot of a pilot, or the first one is, is set up. And so, you know, I'm glad we went to two. Um, but I still feel like I'm just now getting all the seeds of the things planted. And so I have yeah. a lot of hope for the way this could go. There are so many themes that I love, but mm-hmm. in terms of how it's going to be executed is still TBD. But I'm hopeful because I love the seeds that are planted. I love the mm-hmm. going home, you know, right. the you know going back to your hometown. We just had this with somebody somewhere. Um, and there are, there's little similarities there. Um, the mommy issues, the complicated oh, relationship boy, with yes. her mother. So that's yeah. a seed. Now, um, obviously her mother dies and that's the tragedy that's set off in the very first episode that, that brings her home, but we know that there'll be flashbacks. So I know we're going to see more of the complicated mother daughter relationship. I mean, grief. Hello. You know, that's mm-hmm. a hot button issue for me but I mean really the finding herself and this Mm -hmm. living a default life instead of one that you are designing and affirmatively choosing is literally like for many reasons my favorite theme and yeah that's where we're going I know that's where this show is going so it really felt like a throwback to I don't know, to a rom-com, but in a TV series, which I don't know, maybe they're out there, but we haven't covered them yet. It definitely felt like a throwback. We really, we start the entire first episode, which I was surprised by knowing the premise and knowing what it was going to explore. The entire first episode was done in her right, in her current life, right? right? So she is in this job that she does not love. The first scene was excruciating for me to watch. Oh my but god! So on point. So, so on, point. on point. Exactly. Right? Oh, I thought she's, it was so funny. Right. She's talking to this uh, couple that owns a bar or a restaurant, and she's trying to sell them wine because that's her job. Mm-hmm. And you know, she gets a little deep, and they freak out, which yeah. I find to be true very exactly. often. And then when she realizes she's gotten off course. She just turns it back on them and is yep. like, oh, so what do you guys do? How'd you meet? And, you know, they're like, it's a bananas story. It's so crazy. I was at BU and I transferred <laughs> to BU from Tufts. And it's like, okay, there's nothing bananas or interesting about this story 
at all. And at she's got to sit there and like nod her head and pay attention. But and even more course, so, she stokes it. It's not even just because oh, she yeah. realizes, oh my God, to your point, she realizes this is what people do. They don't actually want to hear yes. anything from you. They just want to talk about themselves. And if you pretend you care, they'll just keep talking. So she actually, she says, oh my God. Tell yeah. me every Everything. detail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And that is so true. And then, of course, it pays off for her because at the end, they're like, oh, we love you. Of course they do. We love you so do. much. Stay for lunch. No, I got to go. You know, uh-huh. and she's like wants to kill they herself. They didn't but. love her when yeah. she was saying she's barreling towards 40, but she feels 100 and it's her boyfriend. They're probably going to get married, but I don't know. And they were just yeah. like, oh, like, like, why are you? You're being us a about downer. We don't want to hear exactly. about your woes. Yeah, like let's just. And then you're right. They she just figured it out. So that's what human. That's what people want to do. And then of yeah. course she was like, "Oh my god, this is the best day ever!" And mm-hmm. she's totally bullshitting them. But people oh, love totally. it. They totally. love it. Yes. Yeah. Which is what infuriates me about that kind life of social <laughs> bullshit. No, it, yes. it's exactly right. Yes yeah so so the entire first episode is really establishing her life and I feel like I don't know that felt like a throwback I feel like that shows don't do that anymore movies don't do that anymore I don't even know what what is anything anymore I just felt like I hadn't realized the genre had evolved so much that I that I was surprised at something that felt very commonplace in the you know older shows yeah or, or you're right it felt very familiar but mm-hmm. now that I think about it you it maybe isn't as common now but it does have a little rom-com vibe because then she's got the cute boyfriend so even yeah. right there out of the gate in the first like the first five minutes you that you see like pictures of him and her on her desk but then he comes in and because he works there too and he's very good looking and everyone loves him and yes, he's also the that. Right, but you also see the phoniness even of that right out of the gate. You know, he's just yeah. the guy that tells stories that everyone thinks is funny, but he's clearly full there's of shit. There's nothing behind it. Yeah, yeah there's nothing behind it. And he's and he's not nice to her, and he's a jerk in general. And so, yeah, this is a classic setup. The girl in the in everything, the the bad relationship, the bad job, the dead end, everything. Like, what has my life become? And then. We know some some way or another in this particular show, it's the death of her mother that turns everything on its head. And she's forced to reexamine and reevaluate all everything she's decisions she's made. Everything. Although, yeah. you know, I do think they at first I was like, oh, my God, this Matt. I mean, could he you can't just make him this one dimensional like you know, empty kind of guy and and who's a jerk to her. And then they did try to add in like, you know, some elements of the good boyfriend because, you know, why? Because he gets her Sour Patch Kids. I mean, I was like, is that where we, there were like a little Mm. throw-ins, like he realized Mm -hmm. the bodega doesn't carry them anymore. So he ordered them for her. But, and, and, and I guess the relationship he has with her mother is weird in a way because you're sort of like you feel like it's kind of passive aggressive on her mother's part like to yeah. be she, well I mean you hear her say if anything ever happened with you and Matt I would I would be there for Matt be there for you him know? I yes. would be there for Matt so there and it's we know she weird. has a thing for married married or taken 
Yes. Men. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. But she's like, how's like, my Maddie? If anything yeah. ever happens with you two, I'll be here for him. Um, and he but it, it reciprocates. He's like, yes. When he tell tell your mother I love her. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And so on the one hand, yes, he is like the jerky boyfriend, but he does have these, I mean, he does genuinely seem to really like her mother. And they do have, in some ways, more of a relationship than she does with her mother. And, yes. you know, I don't know. So I was like, I, obviously, you're not meant to like him or want her to stay with him. But I thought they did, you know, kind of round him out right. a little bit, a little. No, bit. and and he is a, a, a quintessential jerk, but somehow they did it with some originality. Yes, not, exactly. Not the old jerk trope. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Because he's not he's not a jerk to her. I mean, it, well. I don't, I think telling someone to, you know, just be happier, you know, try not to be such a downer. I mean, that's, I don't, that's not, not nice. Not nice. Um, no. You know, just try, basically saying, why don't you just be someone you're not? Um, right. Can't you just be a different person? I mean, that's actually probably the most hurtful thing. Yeah. Someone yes. could say to jerk. someone. So we're just going to yes. revise. He is a jerk to her. He's but a jerk as to you her. Said, he, he is not meant to be, we're not meant to root for him or them together so it it serves the story's purpose for sure yes exactly exactly that is a good point um yeah and just even in that first episode we were touching on that scene when she goes shopping with her mom and she makes the joke about how's my maddie and we find out she likes to date married men and i mean that i don't know i i I, it was a little painful for me to watch. Anything oh, yeah. with mothers and daughters and mothers just saying the things they always say to you, like, mm-hmm. that they, like you know what I mean? Like, the, oh, you look tired. Or mm-hmm. um, what'd you say? Oh, you look so healthy. You look so tired. You know, it's just like, <laughs> thanks, mom. You know, it's just, yeah. even though she's trying to do something like nice and buy her clothes and they're bonding. And, and honestly, some of the things her mom is saying to her, even though it's the first 10 minutes in the show, you already know, have some truth to them. Like, what are you doing with your life? Right, I mean, you, right. you do kind of get the sense even in the first 10 minutes like that she isn't living the life that she no. should or wants to. So her mom's yeah, not wrong. Is, right. That is the infuriating thing about moms. And yes. I love the way she did it with the period too. She's like, yes. oh, she oh my period. God, she's like, perfect. I do not have my period. And then she gets in the shower and she has and there's period. Blood. <laughs> and yeah, so uh, this is the frustrating and annoying thing about mothers is they're often right in their criticisms because they do know you some, sometimes, especially if you're feeling a little lost, they know you better than you because they know who you really are. Exactly. And so she's saying, yeah, and that's frustrating because sometimes you just want to be separate and apart from that and figure it out on your own. But mothers can't always let that happen. <laughs> They can, and you're that's exactly right. I mean, I had that yeah. point about the period. I'm like, of course she has it, because of course her mother yeah. knew that, because she does know her, and she knows mm-hmm. her behavior. And and like I said, I mean, when she says to her, I always thought you'd do something bigger, you know, and like how good you were at volleyball. Now, I get it. The daughter, as the daughter, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to fucking play volleyball anymore, mom. Like, <laughs> like, you know, get over it. Yeah, I was good at volleyball, but that's not what she means. She just means like... You know, what she says, which is you could be anything you want to be. And this is what I mean. So her mother is seeing in her that she isn't living the life she wants. But it's also like I you can't hear that from 
from your mother and yeah. most well, most people can't oh, and you no one can no when you're they're right. in that place when yeah. you're in the place of like oh my god this all this time has gone by and maybe I haven't I've just been sleepwalking and when you want to wake yourself up that is it's not your mother who can do that it's just mm. not the right time you're too sensitive it just brings you back to childhood when your mother did actually know you know the silly things like oh if you don't eat something right now you're gonna get sick throw up after your run and then you throw up and so fuck (laughs) she does she knew back when your child your mother really does know everything in that way and then there comes a time when you know yourself just as well or if not better and then when you're in that period of feeling lost and your mother sees so straight through your act that that's too much to process it's too much exactly I loved when right after that scene when she calls her sister her sister yes this is me and my brother yeah I am Amy Schumer I'm Beth and my brother is my my younger brother Mm -hmm. is her sister E like why are you calling me is someone dead oh you saw mom that's like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly you only oh call the complaint God. about mom and then and then my brother like her sister blames me for enabling my mother not mm-hmm. putting my foot down not saying I you know I disapprove of what she's doing or I, I won't tolerate it my brother says that to me all the time and I'm like all right bye thanks for calling Thank <laughs> exactly me mom just calling to be like ugh. I'm calling to complain because he knows how my mother is so he should just listen to it no yeah and of course she says something like you know she just cares more about what perfect strangers think of her than her own kids and 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 Beth is like shit oh god like there's no response for that like probably that that just is how it is yeah so I I loved their dynamic that yes, I, the I sister dynamic is very interesting. I'm like, that's another one that I want to see how it evolves because there's only a really a few moments with them and you're, you clearly it's strained or, you know, she does just like hang up on her. I love that. I love yes, the sister is cracking My me brother up. does that too. Does he, that's what He's I was just, just going to ask you. Does he just, he just hangs up? Done. This and talk is amazing. About, talk about like, I'm saying I can't do things that I don't like feel authentic doing. My brother is even less. He's like, when she says she's not going to come to the funeral home to help. That's Beth. what I was going to ask. Would he do that? Yeah, would my he brother just be like, no, I'm not going. He would not do that. No. Because the only reason he would be there is to make a choice that he doesn't care about or support me, which he just doesn't. Sorry. That's not like a thing. It's not a thing. He's not a mushy uh, emotional supporter and he would just not show up for sure that was that's what I was going to ask you because that was the next scene I was thinking of where she just hung up on her and how she just she hung up on her every time every every time time. they talk every time they talk I thought it was amazing that's why I'm like I want to see where I want to watch this to see even that dynamic is so good. Yeah, but I think um, my brother would say the conversation was over. There was no, it's yeah. not like a hanging up on you. He would say I hang up on him because when we fight and I feel like we're getting nowhere and we're screaming at each other and I'm throwing my phone across the room, I will hang up on him because I can't listen to him anymore. But, he, and he would say the conversation was not over and so you hung up on me. But he would say in all of those kind of situations, what we saw between <laughs> Amy Schumann and her sister on the show, the sister would say the conversation was over. We had communicated done. what needed to be communicated and it was over. 
I think that's so, right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. yet, I loved the, it. I love those two. And I love that. And at the end of the second episode, when she finally realizes she's going to break up with Matt, she, it's her sister, she tells. And she just says to her, like, I'm going to break up with him. And her sister's like, I know. And then, the, Ugh, like, of and course, then she, like, of course she does. And then she just gets yes. the booze and they and go then outside. They go for a walk. That is I me and my know. brother, too. It's usually yes. a drive and not a not a walk. But yeah. And it's always just like, all right, let's just go get out of here. And it's not even like we're going to have a big conversation, which they don't either. It's just we're going to, you know, be whatever we need to be alone together. And that is how they show up. Right. That's and then there's up. Yeah. Passing a bottle of booze between them and laughing and w- walking mm-hmm. down the streets of their hometown. I'm like, ah, oh, see this. So this, that relationship, I'm excited to see where, where that goes. Because I, I really, and I don't have this with my brother or a sister. So, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that, you know, so this, this is a real thing. This is how people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This felt very true to me. Although now, you're, now that you're saying, which it had not occurred to me. I just assume it's not really going to go anywhere. It's just, it is what it is. It's just, oh, but the, I meaning there'll just be more moments like that, I hope. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. I like to see them, these, and again, they're not huge scenes. They're just like no. these little moments. And I just hope for more of those, which I'm sure there will be. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're suddenly going to have, I mean, I don't know. I, Some I'm, big conversation. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I don't need that is what I'm saying. I just, right. I would yes, love to just have right. more of their dynamic because uh, to me, I don't know. Maybe it's because, well, we don't have sisters, but it sounds like you are, you have a similar relationship with your brother anyway. But um, I do think sometimes when the sisters are depicted, they're either like really hate each other mm-hmm. or they're like super close and it's my best friend. And since I don't have that, whenever that's in in books or movies, I'm like, mm, I don't really get that. And um, But this, I don't, this just seems like something different. It's something did. Yeah, in between yes. or just entirely. Unique. It is something that's not portrayed a lot because I just think alone it isn't, it's not enough, right? Right. If you can't have a story. This isn't a story about two sisters. Right, right, right. But she did have this a little bit in Trainwreck too. She yeah. had mm-hmm. a sister that was, it was a similar dynamic, which I, I remember I related to then as well when I saw yes. that movie. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Oh gosh, what what about our karaoke? What, what I feel like again, it was like somebody somewhere with the only that scene was so much better, her singing scene there. Um, yeah, I don't think this was supposed to be good. She was forced to do it. She did not want right. to do it, and then totally, she, it was random. Uh, allegedly, that the number she just picked her favorite number, you know, her favorite number, and then that was it. And it was. It was very on the nose, but I guess because it was all supposed to be so random that it kind of made it not on the nose, but... Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, clearly the song A true choice, sign. I, mean, I true saw sign. the sign. Yeah, and it opened up my eyes. Life's demanding. No one's going to drag you up to the life yeah. that you belong. You know, where do you belong? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy now living without you. I mean, it definitely on the nose. So I was Very like... Very on hmm. the nose, yes. Yeah, so... Um, Anyway, so that was, I mean, that was really uh, the setup of of Mm -hmm. episode one. Um, And then now episode two, we call Grieving. She gets, um, does go home, obviously, to deal with the funeral. And I mean, 
I have to just, I didn't get to say this when I was listing the themes and things that spoke to me about the show, but the Long Islandness. Oh, I'm going to love this. I just, I mean, there's, because I said I like the theme of going home, but I mean, she's going home to Long Island. So the Long Island, Island, and this is not my Long Island. Oh my God. It's not my Long Island either. But what I mean is the Long Island Railroad, first of all, that scene with the conductor. I mean, that can I tell, I cannot tell you how many times that's happened to me. I mean, oh oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, meaning that I run into a conductor who went to high school with me or went to high school with my brother, whatever. They sit down and then they talk. Now they don't, they don't have a beer in their hand. I have, I'd like to, I'd like to give a shout out to all the Long Island Railroad conductors. I've never seen them drink on the job, but I guess in Amy Schumer's world, the conductor (laughs) had a beer in his paper bag. I've seen plenty of uh, riders with the beer in the paper bag, but I haven't seen the conductor do it. But they have sat down, legit sat down with me. And then it is, oh my God, what have you been up to? Complete with the, I always knew you'd be something important. I mean, what he said to her, like, they're like, you were so smart. The whole, I mean, I've had this conversation, um, with these, one of these conductors. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I, right there, I was like, oh, this is just, or, or, you know, he was like, do you still talk to so-and-so? You know, I married this one, this girl, remember her, she was in whatever class. I mean, I know you've had the, even though this is not your Long Island, I mean, I know you've had the going back to your hometown and running into people, of course, and that probably happens to you, like going to the pharmacy and seeing the pharmacist is probably someone you went to high school with or all that, right? You have that. Because she has a lot, a couple of these. Oh, this is like everywhere for me. Everywhere. No. If Uh, anything, it it is like, I don't know. No, it's just, no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. It's just more like, I think more like anybody if they run into someone who they haven't seen in some time. It's like normal catching up, not, not this particular type right but I mean you this happens to you a lot in the sense that you go do have a place near your hometown and your mom still lives in her hometown so you yeah, you yeah. run into people like some people just don't no, go back I to don't. where they oh yeah, you no, don't? I don't run into no 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 I what don't. about that guy that was gonna coach your kid and yeah you oh yeah that but that was like nine years ago at this point oh my god yeah this yeah, yeah. is my, like oh, my every yeah. day of my life I yeah. is like running and then you have to have some kind of conversation that inevitably, yeah, it might be about you or whatever, but then it turns into like six degrees of like who you knew and did you, did you mm-hmm. hear so-and-so. That, I mean, the whole thing. So, yeah. yeah, this happens to me all the time. Yeah, I it has definitely happened to me. It's happened, but probably like three times in the past 10 years. Oh, yeah, not, this is like... Not like a... Yeah. But, yeah. but what was interesting for purposes of the show of that conversation was just it was clear that like just all these parts she's not shared of herself um and so even in that one conversation i mean we find out yet again that she obviously was very good at volleyball that was like a thing that she was uh known for um then he said something about even after your accident we don't know what this accident is but neither does matt so there's like parts she's got a scar on her leg and he doesn't even know how um and that she's doesn't talk to some of her friends so clearly there's been some falling out and and you know he's like do you talk to anyone from home and she's like oh yeah but it's clear she doesn't so even that moment I'm just like she's dating a guy who doesn't uh, presumably for quite some time who doesn't even know really anything about her 
Yeah, or, six years they were together. Yeah. I mean, and there's like an accident that the guy on the Long Island Railroad knows about that has a scar on her leg. And these two don't even, they obviously don't communicate or she hasn't shared parts of herself. So that that one scene right there with the, with the Long Island Railroad conductor, I felt like had a lot, not just because it was relatable to me, but also for sort of revealing parts about her. Um, I love the flashbacks. That is my favorite. Yeah. For sure. This is where we get in this episode. Yeah. There's just, there's such a charge to them. And I don't even know why, because it's so typical, you know, like kids doing very normal things. It's not even a big deal yet. You know, nothing has been revealed, but they're just so charged. I love it. I don't. The, and yeah. the shots in in the second episode where she's like standing in the bathroom, present day, oh. and it cuts right to like, it's just with so, the makeup. It, yes, yes. It went from it's the so mascara back. and beautiful, and those that those parts had me. I don't th- those parts had me absolutely hooked. I am very intrigued by that. Yeah, and I'm intrigued by like again that particular one you're talking about with the makeup in the bathroom I mean with her mother they just whatever we're gonna start seeing because that was a really nice moment between them really sweet where she's putting on lipstick for her and so the only other scene we've seen with her mother is obviously the one that was kind of stressful in the first episode in present day so I want to see some of these like more of their backstory because I do think it's a fraught relationship but probably one that also has some really nice moments from what I can tell um, and her dad, I mean, Michael Rappaport, we've got to get more of him. I don't know, but him in the tracksuit with the, with the gold chains when they're, I guess, furniture is being repossessed. I mean, clearly we know that something happened with them financially and they had to move to a smaller house and how that impacted her growing up, um, is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, which by the way is ripped right from Amy Schumer's real life, right? Her, yes. Yeah. That her dad had once had a highly you know lucrative uh job or uh business i guess it was importing high-end baby furniture and then i didn't know that yeah and then he lost it all and at the same when she was a preteen so right about this time so it feels very ripped from her real life Um, Mm. and and they had a big downsizing that had impacted her Right. Yeah. So there's definitely autobiographical elements in here. Um, right. Yes. Um, so what else was in this one? Oh, God. We learned, you know, we're going to find out about some of her friends or meeting some of her friends. We don't, I don't know what happened with Liz. We're going to have to. Right. 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 But we back up before before I want. There was some a great quote, oh, quote that I read um, else? about. So her the. Dad got downsized, lost the business. They had to move to a smaller house. At the same time, her dad was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and her her mom left the dad for then-married father of her best friend, which now, this is real life, so I don't know if this is exactly what happens on the show. But (laughs) it says, Amy Schumer's never been too sure of the precise timeline because she says, and I quote, both my parents struggle with reality. So <laughs> I thought that was oh great. Oh my God, that is yeah. fantastic. Well, there is a little bit of that in Laura yes. Benanti's character of the mother. I think there's got to be more coming too, yes. 
Oh, I'm going to like that. It, but, yeah. And and her dad doesn't even show up for the funeral. So we don't know. His phone is off, they say, or something. Right. So he'll yeah. be, I think he'll be there, though. Oh, unless it's all flashback, but we'll see. I also forgot, like, the opening scene when she goes to the doctor. I, I don't know why I find that so comical. Probably because he was so dry and the whole thing. But just the way she was answering those questions about her. You know, everyone makes the jokes when they, this is not, you don't have to lie, but I do. Um, when the doctor asks you how many drinks you have per week. I mean, it's, a, I have friends who are doctors or like whatever anybody tells me. I just add six. I mean, it's always a lie. I mean, oh yeah, always a lie. But hers wasn't even, and so that was, she didn't even lie, but I, I or whatever, who knows. But just the part about what she ate, I was just, I just, the whole thing, I don't know, it's like pasta and then like a bagel for lunch and then maybe like leftover pasta that, that's like my pre-dinner and <laughs> and then four to six so he's like so how long have you been having four to six drinks a day and she's like doing the math like 25 years <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, so he's like, oh, you, the, the, you need to chew more and drink less. Although, I just had this whole conversation with someone. I did about love this. that line. Chew yeah, more, chew drink more less. and drink less. But I did. I just had this conversation about how there is this whole thing about how male doctors don't take women seriously and often say that it's all in their head. But I think you were meant to actually believe this might be in her head or her poor eating. Um, but either way, I think... Uh, She's, they were just trying to make it so that you realize she's, her life is a little out of control and she's possibly processing, not processing her grief and getting a stomach ache or stomach pain because of it. Um, But we, we, we don't need any further proof that she's not processing her grief. You just have to watch the rest of the episode where she can't cry and she can't talk about it and, and everything else. So um, yeah, but then. Oh God! Just the the cringy flash mob. I just I have to talk about the flash mob scene where he yeah. proposes like to the tune of like a virgin. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> I'm just was, like, yeah. what is he doing? Yeah. yeah. But I thought yeah. that was perfect because then you're like, oh Jesus, dump him. Oh God! Like not right. that she shouldn't have dumped him anyway, but yeah. That... But under the right circumstances, in the right relationship, the right whatever. Oh I mean, yeah. This is, this is like a thing. Like people would yeah. be so thrilled that now, oh. granted, not on the day of their mother's funeral. That is just not okay. But but he said but he wanted her to remember mouth. it as a good day. So there was I even know. an explanation for that. It's ridiculous, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. yes. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, it just it, it, uh, under other circumstances, maybe this is the flash mob proposal would be someone's dream or or a, a wonderful moment for them and. Just the way he does it, because their relationship is so sour, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work, obviously, no, for many reasons. Ob- obviously, but also funny, really funny to me. Um, and I know it's supposed to be cringy funny. Yes. Uh, but um, I thought, <laughs> I just thought that was good. Um, but yeah, and then it helped, again, you know, then he's just trying to get her to say something, say a few words. I mean, he just doesn't, he doesn't know her. He just doesn't, or he wants her to be someone she's not. And Yes. Yes, but she doesn't know much. herself either. And mm-hmm. so I'm not even sure. I mean, yes, like we said earlier, it is it is not nice to to tell someone to be someone they're not. But in his defense, he also I don't think she's really ever been herself ever around him. She doesn't who she is. Yeah. yeah, who she really is. And and he's so he's just putting on her what he is like. Cause he just yes. and but she's not <laughs> 
she's not putting she's not putting up a fight. I mean, she's right. she's I think let that happen for so long, yes. and he is that way. So it's just hard for him. To, he just thinks you can just convince someone to just yeah, come on, you know, just like be happier, you know, just say a few words, without realizing this is, is like an introverted person who has no desire to go up there and get on the mic. Um, so Especially I'm excited about her mother's mother's de- like, yeah, no, she just doesn't no, want to do it. No, no. So I'm excited. I want to see, I want to see the real Beth. I want to see her find, you know, her, her real self, get some part pieces of herself back. I, I am here for it. I am. I want to see more about the friends. We just started to yeah, get into well, that. S- yes. The, um, Yamanika Saunders mm-hmm. plays her yeah. friend Kiana it, uh, crying, crying. She yeah. has me crying. Yeah. That that's she's a star for me. She exactly. She's gonna be and I and I, I think she she's gonna be a scene stealer, I think, in, yes. in some yeah. going forward. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for that. We probably won't get any more Hank Azaria and his intermittent fasting, which also made me laugh, but um, yeah. I do think the supporting. Oh, and Murray Hill is in this. Who was in again in somebody somewhere? Um, That's right. The, yeah. the boss. The boss. Yeah, the boss. Yes. So she's yes. she's assembled, and we know we know. Uh, well, I think yes, everyone knows that Mike Sarah is that how you say his name? How does it say? His yes, last name? Michael Sarah. Yeah. Sarah is going to be a love interest. I think that's yes. been pretty widely publicized. So yeah, yeah. So there will be some of that, and she's going to stay on Long Island. And so that's got me, it's got me to the Long Island girl in me. I want because I I'm I'm excited. I think she does something with the Long Island Vineyard. So yes, that's right. And back to yeah. your roots. I know they weren't your roots then, though. Yeah, they definitely weren't. There were no. there were like two vintage. Although I did I work, I did work at. Uh, That's Harp. right. Yes. That's right. At the, the original, the very first. And I think he's a farmer, so maybe we will get to some of your Long Island. Who knows? I think that's his character's uh, job. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not suggesting you were a farmer. I'm saying that's no, more. No, you're no, no. part of North Fork of Long Island. I should be Definitely clear. Rural. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> I get back to your roots. I'm like, let me be clear. Corinne was not a farmer. I was not a farmer. No, no. Um, what? What about Amy Schumer? I, have you been a fan? Do you or are you a, familiar with her? I was not yeah. familiar with what a incredible powerhouse she is yeah I just didn't know I knew she was a big name I knew she was a thing I certainly didn't not know of her but I just there were so many things that I read about her that I had no idea about uh that she is the only first and only female comic to yes headline, Madison, Madison Square Garden, Square Garden. Mm-hmm. and she sold and it, sold it. yeah I had yep. no I had no idea that was even yeah. a thing a um, thing that's that a big she, deal that's I mean a really big deal and not only that, which is commercial success, but some awards, uh, her her parody of 12 Angry Men featuring, featuring a panel of famous jurors trying to tr- determine if she's hot enough for TV earned her both an Emmy and a Peabody Award. I mean, that's... It's the funniest thing ever. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, my God. So funny. So, so funny. commercial success, critical success, and then also... Just respect in the community. Chris Rock calls her mm. to workshop material, as does Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. 
And they think, they both say she is like the funniest person they've ever met. And this is Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, these are. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it, and she's going to host the Oscars this year. I mean, yeah. she's, yeah. No, yeah. I I think I told you this. We I just knew a bunch of her high school friends. She has a really tight knit group of high school friends from Long Island. So this is, again, some of these autobiographical elements. And mm-hmm. through through my sister-in-law, they were all good friends. And so. She just, that was like probably, oh my God, at this point, 15 years ago when she was just starting out. And so I've been following her just this whole time, just because I feel yeah. like I'm like six degrees from her because I know all her best friends, sure, even though yeah. I don't know her at all. Right, right, but, right, right. but that's why. And, and so, I don't know. I feel like a personal connection, even though I don't actually have a personal connection. Right. I just, I know that's, all her best a, friends. That's more of a, sometimes I feel like I know somebody who I have no connection with whatsoever. You at least have a tenuous connection. Yeah. So. And you know, they they are super tight. I mean, I yeah. don't know now, like I haven't hung out with them in a while, but as of like five, 10 years ago, I mean, super tight. Like she yeah. still runs with her, like her, her, her people from right, yeah. from high school and everything. I guess the opposite of Beth. Um, right, in that like, way, yeah. Like Although to the presumably point, she'll get there by the end. Right, but like to the point where this is probably like 10 years ago now, like she was doing something, became friendly with Jennifer Lawrence when Jennifer Lawrence was, I'm not saying she's yes, not huge yes, now. And like, you know, she like rented a house in Montauk and like for all her high school friends because that's what she does. She's super generous or, you know, mm. she takes them. And like Jennifer Lawrence came and they were all like, oh my God. And then they all ended up in People Magazine. Like, like it was amazing. They made like this little human pyramid and like, we're like, oh my God, you're hanging out with Jennifer Lawrence. But that's she's so just cool. a, you know, she's just a, let's they say a regular person. They're just like yeah. us. Yes, um, yes, yes. So. Well, I was really impressed. Like I said, I obviously knew her. I saw Trainwreck. I am mm-hmm. not pretending I live under a rock, but I just was so surprised at at really how the how high she's reached in both critical and commercial success. That's just rare and and yes, something and she's impressive. Yes, and she uses her voice. She's to for for a lot of causes. She's very outspoken, and she. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, if it's something she, you know, yeah, that she wants to say, she's very blunt. And I have a lot of respect for that, too. My God, how do I not, how have I not looked up her, what's her sign? <gasps> I didn't What is look. wrong with us? We're slipping, Kate. We are really slipping. She oh my. is a Gemini. <gasps> Jesus, with the Geminis and their Gemini. ability to create things. They do. They have... The mutable, so many, the mutable yes. quality is a big one. And then the Gemini, the duality is being, being able to embrace the duality is what real good content is, storytelling content is. So you're absolutely surprising. right. Because think about this, our whole premise of like being complicated. I mean, it's being more than yeah. one thing. I mean, by, yeah. by their nature, by their zodiac sign, they yeah. are more than one thing at any That's given right. moment as we like to joke. But <laughs> But it's true. It's probably not yeah. hard for them to embrace, you know, all the sides of things. Yeah. And to- or when, even if it is a challenge, once they do, that's when they really hit it. That's yeah. when they really, hit, you know, strike a nerve. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I don't know. Right. Do, do we do we got do we have you on board or what? You know, are you gonna ride the life and bath train a little longer. 
so so I'll be honest here. I already yeah. started. I already finished episode three. Oh, <gasps> you didn't. So not. there is something that is making me. I didn't say anything about it. Okay. There is something that's that's compelling me to go on because there there is something original and interesting, yes. but it's not quite coming through yet. I felt like the start was a little slow, but so many gems at the same time it's definitely not a turn it off but I don't know will it really come together for me I'm not sure we'll see we'll see okay okay I restrained myself by far the thing I'm most intrigued by is the younger scenes and there's quite a lot of them in episode three that story has a lot of heat has a lot of momentum for me I'm really attached to it yeah, yeah. So that'll be it. That'll be yeah. it that gets me. Okay. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated. <laughs>